across deserts and dunes. Over hills and valleys, they journeyed for miles, the teacher and his disciples. Into the domains of untouchables, the undesirables, where demonized dwell, where the outcasts are abandoned, sometimes uncertain where he would lead them, sometimes into questionable situations and encounters. They were always together to co-create the world, joining his hands with theirs, one space at a time, one step at a time. their feet treading across the terrain of their hearts, into boats across the Galilean waters and unfamiliar territories, piecing together lives, mending the tattered and broken. His disciples would also become teachers and tend to others, as they tended to themselves to bring healing to their own wounds and wholeness to their hurts. But the road came to an end for their master, and as a sign of love for his disciples, he tied a towel around his waist, knelt down, and washed their feet, a symbol of his love, of how he spent his life in service to them, and with them, an intimate gesture of love his commitment as it was in the beginning. When the spirit created the cosmos from the waters of the deep, caressing creation with hands, breathing life into earth, animating humans through air exhaled by the creator's own lungs, a kiss of life made in divine image growing into divine likeness. As when God walked with humanity in closeness and intimacy. Before people hid in shame, in rejection of one another, wanting more than what we had together, eternal presence, abundance. seeing ourselves in one another, our gazes penetrating through the thickness of our skins, washing with water, with tender hands against callous feet, dissolving the dirt, pouring out his life, inviting each other then to do the same. They called him teacher, rabbi, and that he was, but he was also a friend, a comrade, a companion. All they knew, they knew in him, and in leaving he did not abandon them, but was taken away, and soon enough they would know the bitterness of his absence, and how he beseeched them to love one another, just as he loved them to care with warmth, to care as the cool breeze 
and gentle sun. Good morning and good afternoon and welcome to Monday Thursday service with me. Happy Holy Week to you. I will read the text from the scripture and offer a brief meditation from my own personal experience and feelings about this day and what it means for us as a community to be involved in these um, rituals. Reading from John 13, before the Passover festival began, Jesus was keenly aware that his hour had come to depart from this world and to return to the Father. From beginning to end, Jesus's days were marked by his love for his people. Before Jesus and his disciples gathered for dinner, the adversary filled Judas Iscariot's heart with plans of deceit and betrayal. Jesus, knowing that he had come from God and was going away to God, stood up from dinner and removed his outer garments. He then wrapped himself in a towel, poured water in his basin, and began to wash the feet of the disciples, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. Simon Peter says to Jesus, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, Peter, you don't realize what I'm doing, but you will understand later. Peter said, you will not wash my feet now or ever. Jesus said, if I don't wash you, Peter, you will have nothing to do with me. Peter replied, then wash me, but don't stop with my feet. Cleanse my hands and my head as well. Jesus said, listen, anyone who has bathed is clean all over except for the feet. But I tell you this. Not all of you are clean. He knew the one with plans of betraying him, which is why he said, not all of you are clean. After washing their feet and picking up his garments, he reclined at the table again. Jesus asked them, do you know what, I, do you understand what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and truly, that is who I am. So if your Lord and teacher washes your feet, then you should wash one another's feet. I am your example. Keep doing what I do. 
I tell you the truth. A servant is not greater than the master. Those who are sent are not greater than the one who sends them. If you know these things and if you put them into practice, you will find happiness. Now the son of man will be glorified as God is glorified in him. So I give you a new command. Love each other deeply and fully. Remember the ways that I have loved you and demonstrate your love for others in those same ways. Everyone will know you as my disciples if you have love one for another. The definition of mandi, that word mandi Thursday, Mandi comes from the Latin word mandatus, or and where we get our English word mandate. It comes from the command. So it's about commanding that Jesus had given us a new commandment to love one another. That's why we call it Maundy Thursday. On this day, we celebrate the Last Supper, the meal. This is where we get the institution of communion. This is where we see in John's gospel, Jesus taking off Jesus's robes and putting on the towel and kneeling to wash the feet of his disciples. During the pandemic, we all found creative ways to express our faith. One of which was experiencing the days of the passion of Christ this holy week at our dining room table if you remember March and April of 2020, that was the time of Lent. And for house church, we were not gathering in person. And we subscribed to some creative, illustrative uh, journals and devotionals. And we tried to help our families find creative ways to gather in their homes. So we were all isolated. And it was one of the most scary and uh, anxiety-filled times that we have ever experienced in this generation. But one of the things that brought my family comfort, and I share my home with my wife, Tamara, and our daughter, Beckett, who will be 12 this summer. That's who I live with. And so that's who I went through the pandemic with <laughs> when we all got locked down in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's who I was locked inside with. And through tears and through giggles and through creative ways, we, as the three of us and our six new chickens in our backyard <laughs> and our four or five fish and our two dogs at the time, we all made good use uh, having creative time in our home. One of which was something that I will never forget. And that was the week of Holy Week. We had crafts on our dining room table and every day of that story, we would read what, would ha what was happening in the life of Jesus that week. And then we would do some kind of craft and a little bit of a skit to dramatize what was going on. And Maundy Thursday was the, my favorite. It was the most meaningful. Beckett was nine, about to turn 10. 
when that was happening. And I remember thinking, why don't we have a meal together? And then I'll fill a basin, AKA mixing bowl. And I will uh, wash my daughter's feet. My, and I am her stepmother. So I, it was this, this beautiful interaction. I had not, I have touched that child's feet before, but not in this way. And we made up our own ritual. So there were so many memorable things during the pandemic happening in those days. And I think that that's why this particular memory really is, in, it kind of punctuated itself in, in us, in our soul. Because as I knelt down to put Beckett's little nine-year-old feet in <laughs> that mixing bowl, she said, Bonbon, uh, bon, do you love me? He said, yes, Beckett, I love you. He said, Bonbon, am I part of you? I said, yes, Beckett, you are part of me. And I am part of you. And I think that's what Jesus was saying to his disciples. And when Peter, the one who represents us as the church, want to resist the love of God. God is saying, if I don't get intimate with you and see the parts of you that you are ashamed of in your own self, then we can't truly know and be a part of one another. During church services all across the world and countries that will celebrate Maundy Thursday, they will have a portion in the service. Many Monday Thursday services happen in the evening time. And it's a time at which we take this portion of scripture literally, and we endeavor as a culture who no longer washes each other's feet on a regular basis, we endeavor to insert that into the service. And it can be somewhat embarrassing, somewhat awkward. It always turns out a little bit badly. Um, someone always, it just doesn't always go off right. And it can really um, accentuate the power imbalance instead of um, doing what it's trying to do, which is even it out. Um, so today, I want to invite my community to explore outside of the water basin for your expression of faith today, to think outside of the bowl. There are so many types of families and people who live in all kinds of ways. I couldn't even pretend to name them all. My family, notwithstanding, we are a very unique collection of people who share homes. And in our culture, the way in which we primarily relate to one another is through our language, through our words. That is how we really connect with one another in Ephesians 5, Paul says, we, we are to offer one another the same sort of love that Christ gave to the church. Christ gave himself to make her holy, having cleansed her through the baptism of washing of her with his words. With his words. So here we see that in the epistles, as the church begins to grow and the church begins to expand, that they have a different understanding and a way of relating to this particular event in the life of Jesus. They begin to wash one another 
with their words. That is how we live in community, is we remind one another of who we are and whose we are. Proverbs 16 in the Hebrew text says, the Bible says it this way, pleasant words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. So how can you today find a way into this story? You may choose to do something creative with the people uh, with whom you share home, space. Maybe you will try to do something like I did with my own family, and maybe you will have everybody take off their socks and shoes and see how it goes with that kind of ritual and see what comes out of the little ones. If you have little ones in the house, they really are fun to interact with in this way, as I was so blessed to be able to tell Beckett that I received her as my own in that moment. But maybe you live alone and today you are going to be interacting with people in the marketplace, people at work. So where are you with this story? How can this story be the something that you kind of tuck in your back pocket or put in your, your sweater and carry with you presently. Think about your colleagues this afternoon, some with whom you may have issue or have been in a tangle with. Is it possible that you could extend some maybe 5% more generosity from your heart into that relationship? Maybe you can find something nice to say to someone that you would otherwise rather walk by quietly or avoid altogether. <laughs> and then think about your extended family and your longtime friends. Where are they in this story? Who are they to you? How can you, how might you relate to them? Possibly it's just sending up a prayer. Maybe you think about that friend that lives in another state or another country and maybe you connect with them, but maybe just in your heart, you send them peace. And that would be a way of serving them and loving them. And think about the people with whom you share your house. These are people sometimes most difficult to dissolve our resistances with. The people we know the best. The people that know us the best are sometimes the hardest people to kneel in front of. And when I say kneel in front of, maybe you are going to do that physically, but I'm talking about an inner posture of the heart. Maybe it's difficult to release all of the generosity that you want to release to the people who have wronged you the most. Who you have seen all of themselves, that you've seen their dark side, their weaknesses, their strengths. Is there a way in which you can be generous in your own spirit and soul with them? And finally, turn your focus inward. Maybe you live by yourself or will be alone this afternoon and this evening. What are the ways in which you can speak over yourself and remind yourself of all the ways that God loves you? I want you to try this with me today. Every time you wash your hands today, would you think about that basin? Would you think about that moment 
when Jesus, the Lord, the King of the universe, God in Christ, took on the nature of all of us and served us. Can you just with your own personal practice, every time you wash your hands today, can you intentionally place yourself in this story and receive God's love? There are creative ways to express your love to the world around you today. Be open for those moments. Be receptive to the nudging witness of the spirit from within and be blessed as you allow yourself to experience the love ethic of Jesus today. There's no right way to do Maundy Thursday. You're only limited to as many thoughts as you can have outside of the bowl. I want to leave you with a blessing. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe with them with the towel that was tied around him. As if you could stop this blessing from washing over you, as if you could turn it back, could return it from your body to the bowl, from the bowl to the pitcher to the hand that set this blessing on its way. As if you could change the course by which this blessing flows. As if you could control how it pours over you. Unbidden, unsought, unasked, yet startling in the way it matches the need you did not know you had. As if you could become undrenched, as if you could resist gathering it up in your own two hands and letting your body follow the arc this blessing makes. I pray for you, my friends, that you would find a fellowship and a friendship with this story today, that you would find yourself flowing like the water in the basin and the water that flows with the words of your mouth, I pray blessing upon every encounter that you have. And every time you wash your hands today, I'll be thinking of you. Every time I wash my hands, I know you're thinking of me. And we'll get this through this day together. You may stay on and listen to this song that I have prepared for you or go ahead and skate off into the rest of your afternoon. Thank you for spending your lunchtime with me. This has been really great to be with you. I can change the world with my own two Get a better place with my own two hands. Make it a kinder place with my own two hands. With my own, with my own two hands. I can make peace on earth with my own two hands. I can clean up the earth with my own two hands. I can reach out to you with my own two hands. With my own, with my own two hands. With my own.
make it a brighter place with my own two hands i'm gonna make it a safer place with my own two hands i'm gonna help the human race with my own two hands with my own with my own two God bless you today. This recording of this service will be um, available on the app soon and very soon. Share it with somebody and it, it's already on Facebook Live and will be there if you want to share it on your page. God bless you guys. I love you so much. We'll talk tomorrow for Good Friday. God bless you.